0: What's up, guys? Hi, Hi
1: everyone.
0: Hi. It's, uh, <laughs> um. Uh. Hi, uh, <laughs> C's. Bitches. bitches. <laughs> oh, my God. Today, I apologize for today being particularly feral, perhaps. I am running on a
1: low amount of sleep. I feel like, for me... I'll be even more on my A-game than usual because I'm a morning person. So, like, oh normally, like, I'm tired at night, so I'll just be like, all right, we're out here. But, like, now I am in full <laughs> little control as I can of my brain. <laughs> Maria has the superior brain cell
0: at the moment. She's got the predominating brain cell between <laughs> yes. us. Yes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, did you see me using that fun cherub lore? Haha! <laughs> let's go, guys. Anyways, um... <laughs> yeah, I, did I
1: didn't even years. recognize. <laughs> but that was the. Sorry, I my. I'm so yeah. fucked right now that you are like the dominating brain cell. <laughs> and I was like, that reminds me of the fucking submissive and breedable oh, one. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you if I have, have the dominating brain cell, you
0: have the submissive and breedable one. brain cell. Yeah. Br- <laughs> Your brain cell is <laughs> dominant and infertile. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> anyways guys (laughs) let's talk about Homestuck. so we read a fucking confusing section y'all i was so
1: confused (laughs) i was like
0: i was like what the fuck are
1: we reading it's like lore part two i feel like act three was like very much like setting up the lore for sperb like, mm-hmm. like, and this and is, I like, the second s- big lower chunk, you yeah. know? I thought you were going to say sperm. And I was like. <laughs> why would I say sperm? <laughs> That's why I was confused. Okay.
0: Anyways. The, um, <laughs> yeah. But also, it's just, there was, like, the, 17 intermissions within an intermission, and I was like, I was like, Bria, where do we end? And Bria ended a few they're inconsequential, it's fine. Um, for all intents and purposes, we ended at the same spot. So, yeah. um, I'm going to summarize what we read, which was like, Yay. fucking at what, act five,
1: fucking five, and intermission five, and all that shit, or whatever. Yeah, like, act five. No, act six, act five, act one, act six, act five, act two, act six, act five, act one times two, <laughs> and what? act six, act five, intermission five. With all of the fucking inter- <laughs> And all <intermission>. the sub-intermissions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So that's what we read. Let's go for this. Okay, so we start out with Jake holding the four-panel screen and chilling in his medium, and he meets the aerosol sprite. <laughs> what a hoot. <laughs> He gets a message from Dirk, and apparently Jake has, like, been avoiding Dirk, and Dirk is invites him for an adventure and stuff, very angsty, and then I, not important, I said his lock screen is him, his lock screen is him and Dirk, ah, so cute. Jake <laughs> says Dirk is a bit overbearing, and he doesn't really know what to do, and Aerosol is like, talk to fucking Jane, not me, I don't like you. Then Jane goes off on Jake, because all he does is talk about himself, and he, like, forgets her birthday and all this stuff. Roxy and Fafetta uh, Sprite are just, and then I put three standing man emojis in a row, because that's, they're just standing. Oh, yeah, that. well
1: they're having this whole fucking yeah, argument, yeah. Jane's like fucking screaming. Yes. <laughs> then
0: Roxy makes a joke about getting with Jake, and Jane is like, what the fuck? And then leaves, and then um, <gasps> Godcat transports Roxy to the batter, which unders. Caliborn calls Jane fat and a bitch and shows her a circle drawing he did. He also (laughs) says Jane's dad is dead, then Jane fucking absconds again. Nor has been in jail for 154 days and his release is still being negotiated. Apparently the agents can't interact with the kids- until Jane's birthday, which is tomorrow, because the battery was like, don't do it, and they were like, okay, I guess. Jane's dad is very (laughs) much alive on Durst and is kind of, like, thriving. Yeah, he's, like, the fucking
1: local celebrity.
0: Literally, (laughs) King established a whole culture of fucking business attire. B-knock of Durst. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Oh, my God, not the (laughs) B-knock. For those who uh, uh, aren't from Rice, B-knock is big name on campus. So I guess he'd be B-nod? big name on durst you know nah, stop <laughs> be, be knocking vegan then um the batter invades the serious business chat with john's dad and all the people and asks dd for her ring back she's like yo dd give me my ring then uh you cut to roxy writing wizardy herbert masterpiece of literature <laughs> suddenly she's messaged by calliope and then the power in her house goes out and you realize That it's a dream, because she, like, looks out her window and she sees all these technicolor cracks and stuff, and she sees the firefly friend we love. Then Herbert, is... Twinkly Herbert! (laughs) So Calliope is speaking through Twinkly Herbert, like, her soul or whatever. And they have to be quiet so her brother doesn't notice, because he's currently, like, en route to kill her soul. Then Roxy is wearing her mom outfit, her sexy scientist mom outfit, and her house looks different, like Rose's house, and then she sees the batter witch in the spooky hallway, and Callie looks like, chill, it's fine. Then Roxy meets Callie in her troll sona form in a little dead spot dream bubble thing. Very cute. Then Callie must go search for the doomed iteration of herself that dominated over her brother. And then I said, I said that sounds weird out of context, I swear, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Callie warns Roxy about battle... And says she must reach God tier. Um, that they all must go into like the fucking crypts of the fucking moons and then kill themselves. You know, very cool. <laughs> because,
1: then uh, <laughs> because because all the like they had all died before, so they were all their dream selves. So like the only way to get it to work this time, instead of their normal quest be- beds, they needed like the real secret ones, the real secret ones, like the one that like Aradia was on,
0: like a yes. long time ago, that one then roxy remembers that she's in the in the dream she's like oh my god I, i'm with the batter witch holy shit then rose shows up in uh calliope's dream and calliope was like what the fuck a player of light get the fuck out and makes them wake up then roxy gets her task from the batter witch and throws it out and is like this is impossible i can't do this then cd gives roxy a serious business phone and the ring then tries she tries to message dirk but gets the AR's AR, which is crazy. Then apparently Dirk is supposed to prototype his glasses. He, like, made a deal with his glasses. Uh, what, Lil Hal? That's a yeah, Yeah. Lil Hal. (laughs) Then Dirk has a breakdown about his identity and almost kills Lil Hal by shattering the glasses, but then doesn't, because Lil Hal's scared. Then Dirk prototypes his glasses with fucking EquiSprite. Oh my god, because Gamzee apparently threw Equus' body into the fucking kernel while Dirk wasn't looking, because you never turn your back on the bodies, you never turn your back on the clown, Dirk made (laughs) a mistake. Then we watch a long-ass animation with Equusprite galloping, and if you watch all the way to the end, Gamzee is crying like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's like,
1: it's so beautiful, (laughs) it's
0: so funny. Then the Arqueous Sprite, which is the, the Equi Sprite with the cool glasses, really, really wants Dark to touch his muscles. Then Roxy is messaging Jake while he's busy covering up his tattoo because he's sad about him and Dirk's relationship. Caliborn messages Jake and says he's going to help Jake fill his potential as Page of Hope so he becomes a worthy adversary. He also gives Jake his juju because he now has Lil Cal, which apparently will be like filled with bad juju and cursed sooner or later by Caliborn because Lil Cal will be like a window. To Caliborn's soul. He can just, like, look through little Cal, and it's, it's Caliborn. Crazy. <laughs> then you go to Jane, and she's reminiscing in her house. And uh, Jake tries to gift Caliborn's juju to her, but he can't get the right code, because what the fuck, Jake? Then Calliope gifts Jane her juju, and the and then Jane very quickly figures out the Caliborn's juju, because it's very simple. It's just the, the user are different. Then the batter, which tries to reach Jane through the headset tiara thing, but she throws it down. It's like, no! then <laughs> no no exactly what she said and then roxy tries to contact jane the batter which asks roxy if she's done her plans yet and roxy's like oop then jane makes and combines the two jujus uh and she licks the, the lollipop <laughs> that is created and now we are in trickster <laughs> mode bro oh <laughs> my <laughs> god <laughs> so many thoughts okay so <laughs> I will be referring to them as T, whatever their name is, because I don't want to keep saying trickster, whatever. So T. Jane blasts off into space and also like restores life on her planet while doing so. and then that's the end of Act 6, Act 5 Act one bro. Then Calivorn sees Trickster Jane on like the, the monitors and is in love with her. I don't know. he's like staring at her heavy. Then Gamsey is like done. He's like face palming. He's like, what the fuck is this? Trickster Jane kicks Jake in the balls, regular Jake, after confessing her love to him. Then Jake enters trickster mode. T-Jane and T-Jake fly away to Durse and bring aerosol with them. <laughs> Roxy tries to ask the Batterwitch for help escaping the tricksters because she's scared of them and the Batterwitch is like, I'm gonna log the fuck out. No thanks." <laughs> then T-Jake throws a pumpkin on Roxy's head and now Roxy's in trickster mode. Jane's father looks out of his cell window on Durse very disapprovingly. The gang goes to get Fafetta, the Aridon part of Aerosol apologizes to the Faferi part of Fafetta when they all meet up. <laughs> then T-Roxy and Dirk kiss. Dirk enters trickster mode, but he's not high as fuck like the others. He's just Dirk in a fucking candy-ass outfit. <laughs> then Dirk breaks up with Jake. Arqueous tries to apologize to Fafetta. Aerosol and Arqueous argue while this is happening, and then Fafetta is so confused that she explodes. Super sad. Gamzee hunks quietly in shock. There is a very trickster Christmas with a beautiful tree. They make a bunch.
1: <laughs> of... <laughs> <laughs> the honks quietly in shock. It's just so poetic, honestly.
0: <laughs> it was a very poetic looking panel. It was yeah. very artistic. Honk, they honk, and then he had little hands over his mouth. Honk. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Then they make a bunch of zilly weapons and also zillify Dirk's rap robots. I don't know, I just feel like maybe that'll come back. He said <laughs> it would. Hussey yeah. in the narrative plot said it would, so I wrote it down. Then you go back to Act 6, Act 5, Act 1, and see a very frazzled-looking Jane. And Hussie and Caliborn argue about Trickster Mode being detrimental to the kids and the narrative prompter, and Caliborn is also like, you can't go backwards. You can't fucking go backwards. That's not cool. Then... Caliborn and Gamzee use teamwork to turn these like two keyholes, like these two keys at the ends of his monitors, because it's the only way Caliborn can progress, because he has to learn the power of teamwork. But fuck, Caliborn doesn't want that. Um, so then they turn it and things are unlocked. Then you go to all the and what's unlocked is this fucking ridiculous, very cool but ridiculous thing. The times two act one whatever. So you've
1: got fucking oh my god, it's crazy. This section was just so good for, like, really interesting, like, narrative styles, I guess. Because we got, like, in trickster mode, the whole whole website got all interesting and
0: trickstery as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had, like, the two, instead of just, like, one panel and then one, like, chat log, you had two of them side by side and you're just, like... You read them side by side and stuff. Is mm-hmm. it very fun? Yeah. But also, I was like, oh, this is so much to read. It's like the same amount I would have read, anyways, because they were like, the pages were not like, for example, they weren't like both page 5,700 on both sides. It was like five thousand seven hundred and five thousand seven hundred one. and So I guess I would have read the same
1: amount. Anyways, but you're clicking but less. So it feels less. like it's longer.
0: True. True. <sighs> So then, um, they're all, you see all the kids hung over on their god-tier crypt moon beds is how I describe them, and Dirk and Jane are talking, cause they, uh, so Dirk and Roxy are on Durst, and, um, Jane and Jake are on a prospect, but neither of them, like, those pairs are talking to each other, they're, so it's like, Dirk and Jane talking and messaging each other, and then Jake and Roxy, like, messaging each other, because, you know, teen drama, and they're all, like, talking about their feelings and shit, Um, Dirk and Jane are talking about their feelings about Jake and, like, their, like, how their feelings were kind of conflicting, but they didn't want to, like, acknowledge it until now. Then Jake asks Roxy to relay an apology to Jane and also to Dirk because he's having a crisis about being a coward. Then Jane and Roxy plan to hold a funeral for Fafetta, for as well as some other things, because, like, Roxy feels like she disappointed Dirk for drinking again while she was in trickster mode, and reflects on her, like, aggressive flirtation toward him, and feels like that might have, like, annoyed him a lot, and she talks about how she, like, genuinely loves him. Then Roxy says that the ring that they had is lost, as well as the trickster juju. Um, Dirk says, oh my god! Dirk says that he's actually really proud of Roxy, and that like Roxy is like the best person he knows. Oh he my loved. god! He was like,
1: "I love Roxy so much," and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna cry." He was like, um, "Roxy is our emotional leader." I was like, yeah. "I know." I was like,
0: "He was like, no, I said I was the leader. no nah, we got that. We got that black horse void leader, bro." I was like, "He's so correct. Roxy supremacy." Um, all the while this is happening. So the this is like what happens is you're reading the logs between them, and some of the times you're seeing the panels with the kids, but then sometimes you see other stuff happening. So all the while this is happening and they're talking, you see Gamzee delivering tools, including a crowbar and Lil' Cal, to, like, Jack Noir in his prison cell. And then so Jack Noir picks up Lil' Cal, and now Caliborn is, like, possessing Jack Noir through Lil' Cal. Then Jack stabs himself, in both his eyes, now both of Lil Cal's eyes, like, in the puppet, era, are also gone. Jack explodes in a technicolor boom on Prospect. Is going crazy. Then the Witch lands on Durst with her big ship and is being controlled. It-, it looked for a second I thought she was being controlled by Caliborn, but I don't think... Because she had, like, a technicolor aura mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. her. So I was right. like, I don't know. But then she was also, like, controlling, I assume it's Matuna. She had, like, the Gemini symbol On her tiara so i
1: just realized what actually that is it's like when it has like a symbol of like one of the other trolls on her tiara it means she's using that troll's powers yes
0: okay so that's all right so i get i assumed that it's matuna because it seems like but i was like it's matuna i don't know i was like it seems like she's using matuna's powers then the batter witch and jack both shoot lasers out of their faces um and like fucking blow up the fucking planets um, so Batterich blew up Dirk, Jack blew up Prospect with their face lasers, and now all the kids are dead in Rise to God tier. Woohoo! <laughs> Rose and Dirk face the Batterich. Jake and Jane face Jack. Jane and Jake are scared fucking shitless, uh, because, no, oh, Jack looks fucking insane. We see the four panel screen on Jake's planet suddenly, like, grow- glowing, and then suddenly Jade shows up between the two kids and Jack Noir, and she zaps him outside of the insiposphere and you see this giant map you see like the fucking stuff in the inside and a, bo- a white ring outside like the insiposphere and uh jack this one is just in the lower left corner vibing what the fuck and then the <laughs> he's Bat-er-rich, just like where am i <laughs> i he literally and uh the batter which suddenly starts to control jade and she goes like i was gonna say grimdark but i don't think it's grimdark because she can still like speaking english i don't fucking know she just goes dark like she's oh, yeah. she's spookified
1: she One barks a lot. She, she goes, bark!
0: <laughs> she's barking, and she talks in black text. Crazy. <laughs> That's how you know it's serious. Then um, the she zaps the Crocker tiara onto Jane, and then Jade punches, <laughs> Jade goes, and, like, tr- goes to Durst all of a sudden and punches Dirk, and then evil Jane, who's controlled by um, the Batarich, punches Jake, then jade transports dirk outside of the inciposphere into the top right corner then roxy and jake are brought to Dirk's by the evil bitches being the batterwitch and jane and no no not the Batter Witch and jane by uh jane and jade they're brought to the batterwitch by them then that's the end of act six act five whoa act six, <laughs> uh act six intermission five starts with year three on the meteor car cat is trying to contact dave because Terezi is pantsless and drowning in her Faygo drip because she has become too down with a clown. So we got pantsless Terezi. Then Carcat um, and Dave are talking about their respective relationship with Terezi and Gamzee. Dave and Terezi, like, stopped seeing each other a while back. And then Car because Dave is like, I'm not cool with Black Rom. It just, it, 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 I, it's icky to me. I don't like it. And Carcat and Gamzee are no longer more rails because Gamzee was just getting, like, too cocky and, like, all this stuff. Then Carcat is worried that he Carcat oh. is like, yo, we're about to land and I'm worried that we're not going to be able to bros anymore because you're going to meet back up with like John and Jade and everyone who you've already been friends with and I only talked to them for a day and I don't know if they'll be friends with me and all this stuff. And then um Dave is like, don't worry, we'll be we'll be bros forever because Carcat and Dave are best bros. Canonically,
1: Carcat was like, you're my best bro. I was like, Okay, anyways, this is um, where Dave Cat started happening. I know. They're
0: so fucking <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. They're such good friends. I yes. love them. Then, um, <laughs> anyways, Dave is like, no, we're still going to be bros. Don't worry. Then you have this quick intermission during the intermission. This is the first intermission within it where the Caliborn intermission one, where Cal asks Hussey in the narrative prompt to h- help unlock more of the felts. Because that's what um, Caliborn is now doing. Is he? He's unlocked Feltz number one and number two. Then you go out of that, and you're back to the ship with John and everyone, and it's landed in Jake's medium. But Jade is gone because she got zapped away, and John is asleep then dave sprite talks to a sleeping john about his relationship with jade his identity as like a as like a bargain bin dave how he describes it and his friendship with john and he's like i think i'm gonna go and then dave sprite flies away and he's like bye bye and he leaves some watermarks in the sky for john then you have Caliborn intermission two um he's unlocked felts number four and seven at this point um and he's doing this by um destroying like conquering and destroying planets every time he conquers and destroys a planet he gets a new felt then you see the cracks that Lord English is creating in reality have, like, almost completed a circle around the green sun. Then you see Dream John meeting up with Mina, Arania, Tavros, Vriska, Aradia, and Sulex on the treasure hunting trip. Vriska is controlling a large amount of ghosts as a part of her army, and then Irani gives us cherub lore. We, we get a lot. <laughs> so much. And I, I, I kind of condensed it down to a bit. So she tells us about predomination, which we saw with our cherubs, the story of the good female cherub who predominates and then scourged the universe for her like, kismesis, kiss, which is kind of like the cherub romance, is like only Black Rom. They've got like one thing and it's only Black Rom. And what happens is like, whenever, whichever personality dominates, they're gonna like be in search of the opposite personality that they like grew up with and conflicted with and then they're gonna like mate or whatever. Like that's how the procreation happens. So, um, she finds her evil ma- like, goes through the universe, finds the evil male cherub that she beat, and they fight, but not as cherubs, they fight as these giant snakes. And then, uh, the defeated evil cherub goes to lay the eggs on a dying planet next to the red giant, which is where the next cherub will be born. And that egg that was born was Caliborn and Calliope. But Caliborn found a way to predominate early through playing a game that the species was never supposed to play, which is Suburb. Then you have a quick interficion for Mina to pee. Then you get back to the story where the egg hatches, but Gamsy hatched the egg. Gamsy was there? Yeah, was for she... some reason Gamsy's just like there. Yes, he hatched the egg <laughs> and he's like raising the babies and put, oh my God, it was actually really, there was a panel where he like hugged Calliope while she was a little cute good baby. It was very cute. But he does that and then like, And he's the one who, like, puts them in their chains and shit in a room and gives them all the shit that they need or whatever. So they're spoiled cherubs. And Mm -hmm. then we see Caliborn do his thingy with Predominating where he, like, rips his leg off and does all that shit, whatever. We've seen that. So what happens then is he does all his quest stuff and he ends up meeting uh, his denizen, Yaldaboth, which is, like, the the fucking, like, strongest denizen or whatever for the hardest quest because the solo session is, like, pretty much a death sentence. Except for Caliborn, since he's a special cherub. Then you, the Yaldabaoth offers the choice, the ultimate choice of all ultimate choices, which is to either follow the path of the martyr, where like you die pretty much, you do nothing, you die. But everyone who comes after you is like, like I don't know. Saved, Happy and nice. Happy and yeah, saved. Yeah, everything. And, you know, yeah, nice. and then good. the other one you could just fucking get unlim- you know, you go on this giant death quest and you get these unlimited like these powers and you get to kill everyone. Cool. And immortality. And just, immortality. Yeah. So, you know, a fucking course, it's like not a choice for Taliborn. We know what he's gonna choose. So, um, then, after he chooses the path of the Conqueror, the first break occurs, which is what happens where, like, Dark skya, which is, like, blackened a bunch, and it gets so hot it becomes, like, a solid and then cracks and explodes. That's the first break. Um, 15 planets explode out of that. It's, like, the fucking Homestuck Big Bang, you know? And the, there's these 15 planets that he needs to conquer. They would spawn. But then what happens is, like, three of those planets get sucked back into, like, the explosion, or whatever. So then, Caliborn only had to conquer like 12 planets instead. So he must conquer the planets in order, except for number eight, because number eight must be skipped and conquered last. Then, um, we go back to Arania trying- she she tries to talk about leprechaun romance because apparently the fucking felts are leprechauns, um, (laughs) and their romance is, like, lucky charm symbols, and then Briska hugs her to get her to shut up. (laughs) Terezi wakes up from her drunk Fago state, and she is not blind anymore, and apparently has not been blind for, like, a year, and just simply has not told anyone. Then she talks about her relationship with Gamzee, and how, like, she's, like, disappointed in herself for that, and for, like, be- not being blind anymore, but, like, for Gamzee, she just, like, cannot help going back to him, because he's, like, he just irritates her so much, you know, kiss me a shit. Mm-hmm. But then Terezi says she misses Friska, Carcat and Dave are just, like, sitting there, you know, they're having, like, a homey thing. Caliborn intermission three. He gets the felt six and seven. Seven is smart and his new favorite. Then Hussey tries to suggest that Caliborn give Seven the crowbar, but like not by not saying crowbar. And Caliborn is just like, what? Should I give him uh, this other tool that is not a crowbar? And Hussey's like, oh my god. Then number four, <laughs> apparently, felt floor is flirting with Caliborn. Cool. <laughs> then we go back to the treasure hunting tr- group and they've arrived at the big green skull cave which is apparently where the treasure is right then john and aradia talk and aradia is talks about like tidying up loops for the arrival and wanting to see what happens when the place breaks apart and john is very spooked out by that and it's like i'm gonna run away from you now and Arania is about to tell the story of the rings of life and void when Vriska realizes that this is the ring that Hussey tried to give her in the desert. And she's like, Tavros, where the fuck is that ring? And then Tavros is like, I'm tired of your shit. Vriska, I'm leaving. Poopa, fly away. Well, pupa, not poopa. 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 No, please, I pupa, fly away. And then Solux and uh, Nepida and Fiferia are also like, we, we, Yeah, bye bye. Did, did you say what the ring of life does? No, I didn't. Um. Oh. So the ring of void, Arani is like, it does things. We saw what it does. Like, yeah, you, you know, makes you invisible. Uh, yes, it makes him invisible and stuff. What is uh, you explain what the ring of life does? I don't
1: The remember. ring oh. of life. We don't necessarily know like the logistics oh, yeah. of how it works, but it can like make any ghost become alive again. Yeah, you're so right. So what happens is then
0: John admits that he has the ring of life, um, but it's not with him currently because he didn't fall asleep with it. And and is like, okay, cool. Next time you go to sleep, have it, and then you'll give it to me. And then um, he's like, I'm actually not going to do that because I think you're dangerous. Because then this is when John starts to realize, he's like, you know, I tried giving you the benefit of the doubt, but, like, honestly seeing how the other trolls feel about you, like, I don't know if this is, like, good. I think you're dangerous. And then Vriska's like, yeah, okay, fucking fine. Cool, I'm dangerous, whatever. I'm going to keep being dangerous because this is the only thing, way I know how to do things. So she, like, jumps down to where the treasure is and where the weapon is which apparently lord english can't use anymore because he used it once and now it can only be used against him then we go to Kanaya confronting rose about her drinking problem they have this whole conversation but they do not break up that's the whole thing then Caliborn intermission 4 happens he has three new frogmen according to him 9 10 and 11. earlier when v- then we go back to Verska when she jumped oh no no so we go to this like single panel very mysterious so earlier when Vriska, like, jumped down to get the treasure, she threw off her pirate jacket onto the floor, right? And then we see Kurlo's go pick up that jacket and just, like, leave. It's like, fucking just spooky. Very spooky. And then, um, we go to Mina having a crisis because she's like, John, I'm gonna have to steal this ring from you because it's treasure and I have to steal treasure. But the thing is, and then I'm going to, like, become alive and I'm going to, like, conquer the universe or whatever, you know, as the batter witch. But she was like, but I don't want to do that because I love my friends and I've never been so happy. And John is just like, okay, I won't let you steal the ring. And I was like, Mina, happiness, supremacy. yeah, For real. It was so cute. Then the treasure, bi- oh, where did I go? Oh, the oh. treasure bitches stand on, like, the sun-shaped stone thing that descends and then reveals the red treasure chest. And Vriska opens it, but obviously we don't get to see it because Hussey's being a bitch. Then we go to being Viceroy Bubbles von Salamanza, <laughs> and we do a silly little dance and sum, uh, summon a skeleton army. And Vrisky gets really mad and dumps the treasure out. She's like, wait, 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 can I... wait.
1: You what? missed the most important part of that little little uh, scene change with Viceroy Bubbles von Salamanza. What was it? The first skeleton that he names is Bone Bone. Yeah, <laughs> you're so right. How did I not get Bone Bone? <laughs> Bone Bone.
0: So we got Viceroy and Bone Bone and all oh the Skelly no. gang, yeah. but Riska is very mad because is being passive-aggressive in the narrative prompt towards her, and she's like, fuck you, I, I'm, I'm doing something important, I'm coming back to fame, I'm going to just, maybe there's a better way I can do this, but fuck it, I'm doing it like this, and then she just pours the fucking treasure out onto the floor and throws a tantrum, and the treasure is this, like, house icon it like looks like this suburb icon just this white suburb icon and apparently it's intangible so what hap- what they're gonna do is Aradia is gonna make it levitate and bring it near lord english and apparently once it gets near lord english it'll be activated again then john is like intangible i'll let me try that and just goes <laughs> like okay well you're gonna fucking fuck with some shit i'm sure So what? But whatever, go do it. So John reaches his hand through the house thing, and then we see his arm in a bunch of different like past Homestuck panels, and then he gets all blurry and he's like whoa, and then he disappears. (laughs) And then you have Caliborn Intermission Five, where he unlocks eggs and biscuits, heart emoji, love them, love them, them. (laughs) so great. (laughs) And then we go to being Robo Spade Slick who has just recently climbed out of the fucking ocean. He looks at the horizon. Oh, bless whoa. you. I mean, thank you. I felt that sneeze. I was like, what? <laughs> then um, he looks at the horizon, and he's like, hmm, what the fuck is that? And it's like a bunch of weird circles. I... Did not take the time to, like, try and zoom in and figure out what they were. They were something. I'm
1: pretty sure they were, like, the, um, act markers. You know, when they have the little, like, gear clock things?
0: Yes! That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. So, they were those. Then he's like, what the fuck is that? And then he takes English's big-ass gun, like, stick thing. He's like, okay. Um, and he looks (laughs) at Hussey's body. He's like, okay. And then he flirts with Miss Paint. Um, and Hussy is like, what the fuck Fine. He's like, fucking fine. You're canon now. I've made you canon. So, so now Spateslick has a girlfriend. Then, um, Spateslick is the new master of the felts, because he gets the little doll that one of them had, and, like, pulls out all the pins, except eight, and, like, all of them are there. And he's like, hey, Miss Paint, uh, can you be, can you be number eight? And she's like, yes. And she puts on, like, the 3am dress. Then Crowbar, or, he's like, hey, um, where do we go now? And Crowbar's like, I can lead you somewhere. So they- Crowbar leads them to, like, the old hideout, which was, like, uh, Baldi's apartment, and it's, like, through the two screens that were separated by the yardstick that Jade and John were, like, traveling between, you know? So then, um, Crowbar leads them to the exit, which is the clock that used to be, like, the god-tier fate clock before Spades fucking destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Then Spades, uh, is like, how the fuck are we gonna get everyone in this clock? I know. Biscuits! And then he gets Biscuits' <laughs> oven and puts everyone in the oven, and then logs are, like, Picks up the oven and sets Doc's apartment on fire and then exits through the clock. And the exit is into the fucking furthest ring with that weird remote thing. And Spades is like, what the fuck? And then he's like, what the hell is this? And then he like looks in the distance and he's like, oh. Is that what I think it is? It's like a blue shiny light. And he's like, It is what I think it is. And he starts flying. And oh my God, now he's on the bottom right corner of the <laughs> Incipisphere with Dirk and Jack. Crazy. Then you have this sequence of John zipping and zapping out of different places in the story and also Con Air. Then you get Caliborn in Intermission 6. Where he unlocks number fourteen and fifteen and he loves them because they're big and strong. Then he says that the eighth planet has been claimed by the Black Queen, apparently, and he's gonna have Jack Noir kill her and do his dirty work. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hussy is not responding to him in the narrative prompt, and then all of a sudden John zaps in and has an intense stare down with <laughs> Caliborn, which is very funny. Mm-hmm. Then number fifteen punches John so hard he becomes a <laughs> cursor. Then John zaps back into Jake's medium and it's like Oh my god, we made it! Because he hasn't been awake. But then he's like, Jade, Sprite, Nana, where are you guys? Because no one's there. And he just sits down on a little stone bench. Then you see Brecknor and Mail Lady have, like, completed the fourth corner of the Insipisphere circle thing. So you got all these bitches, like, everyone's <laughs> partying out in the Insipisphere, bro. <laughs> then... Cat and the others are in the meteor and they're about to hurtle into sky at light speed. And Carcat's like, "What the fuck? We're gonna crash!" And Dave's like, "Chill." And everyone's like, "Chill." Drunk Rose is like, "Chill." And Cat's like, "I'm not listening to you, Drunk Rose." And then, um, all of a sudden, Dark Jade shows up barking, and then she's like. <laughs> Hey, yeah, she go, <laughs> and then she shows up and is like hey guys long time no see and then you go to this sequence where John is like holding the little four panel screen and he's missing his homies and he's bored as fuck doing his thing he creates a little card castle that makes the little spurb house shape and he's like yeah and then as he's saying yeah all of his homies are zapped by Jade right in front of his little bench and then he makes the happiest little face you've ever seen and then that is the end
1: of this, Intermission 5, and also Year 4. Yes. The few extra pages that, um, all I didn't read is just, like, time for Disc 3. Wait, Disc 3 doesn't exist. That's it. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. Yeah. But, thoughts. We have- I, I have thoughts. <laughs> you start <laughs> you... with your thoughts. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so- I feel like this was, like, an episode or two back. I was like, oh, I completely forgot about uh, Jake and Dirk's relationship. I guess I didn't really buy into it. (laughs) That's because it fucking ends! Yeah, I'm so pissed! I bought into it, and then literally, like, three pages later in their timeline, they're fucking broken up with. What's this shit? I'm so pissed! I know.
0: (laughs) But it's like, I... It's not I fair. Mean, they were right. Uh, yeah, it's not fair. But they were right about both Both Dirk and Jane. They were like, can we agree that we, like, overhyped the Jake English experience? Hey, I, and they but, were like, yes.
1: I'm taking that one personally. Yeah, I <laughs>
0: wanted to. When I saw that, I was like, let me make a note to make fun of a certain person with Korea. Because it was very funny. <laughs> i was like oh is this about redacted yes it is when you say
1: redacted do you you mean you, you know, know what I mean? yeah you know. okay yeah it yeah. is <laughs> and yeah it is i just don't want to censor <laughs> it again for the fucking like third time <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
0: um anyways yeah fuck men fuck fuck don't don't completely yeah fuck. jake english is cool but jake
1: english is cool but they're but right. right
0: they did overhype him a lot everyone yeah. liked him it was a wild time
1: He's just so charming. <laughs> he is very
0: charming, but oh my god, he does do some asshole-ish things. He, That's yeah, like he's such a ab- fucking douche. Yeah, when he was like, oh, can you do the double apology thing for- He was like, Roxy, can you apologize for me on both of these fronts? Roxy was like, okay, Jake, pause. What the fuck? No. I mean, she ends up yeah. doing it fucking anyways, but not like she. She just talks to Jane about it or whatever.
1: Oh yeah, the whole thing where Jake was like, "Yeah, I guess I've been in a relationship with Drake and I like haven't really been liking him for a bit, so I just cut him off completely." That hit. That oh. like that, that hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um.
0: <laughs> but like, okay, I've been the one to. I didn't cut the very. Hey. I've been the one to be in oh, a relationship hey? for like. <laughs> two weeks where I was like, I don't like you anymore and then I was like, break up, bitch. But I did it in person, like, you know, yeah. as decent a human being as I could have.
1: Thank you, Ollie. You you are a decent human being and Thank you, yeah. I try. We do not compare you to Jake English. Yeah, we do not compare me to redacted either. Red- <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> um I don't know if I've said this before, but I wrote down um again, the batter witch is a girl boss. Fox? <laughs> yeah. And I said Oh boy! Dot 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 dot. Trickster mode! Dot dot stop.
0: Because I remember, like, you know, in my younger Homestuck days, <laughs> I was like, I wanna cosplay trickster mode. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. <laughs> then we get to actual trickster mode, and I was like,
1: what in the ever loving fuck <laughs> is happening? It's fucking bonkers! I don't think I got the whole, like, the, it's drugs. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's drugs. drugs. But, um, fun, fun thing that I did pick, pick up from, from the Sarah Z video, like, the 30 minutes that I had watched, mm-hmm. is there is a panel that was actually pretty controversial. Oh. Um, so, there's this panel where I think it was Jane, and she's like, I'm just so peachy. Right? Yeah. Yes. So, apparently, like, that was, like, an edited version. Like, Hussie went in and changed it. Because initially, it said Caucasian. What? <laughs> which doesn't even make sense for the joke, right? No. Apparently, it was, like, a callback to, like, fandom discourse. Where, like, people would get, like, mad at each other for, like, drawing homestead characters as different races. Uh-huh. Um So... Hussy like stating outright that Jane is Caucasian like in, in such kind of a flippant way made people like kind of be like what, what? Yeah, yeah. that's like. <laughs> but yeah. it's also like it from like a story, not like a storytelling perspective, but like from like the joke doesn't go it's as just well not a, as peachy. It's just, yeah, no, it's
0: simply just like not a good joke. Like there's, yeah, like, it was like, good. <laughs> There's good jokes that can be made about fandom discourse, yeah. I think. Like, it's, I like, think not whole, nice. Like, yeah, just simply, like, the whole Tumblr, like, thing that, like, we yeah. did with, like, Mina and stuff, I think that was, like, a good, subtle, like, a nice, like, f- way to kind of, like, reference the fandom. Because, yeah, it was, like, general Tumblr hyperbolic
1: drama. and whatever. Exactly.
0: But this is just straight up. And that's, like, dang, that fucking sucks. Because there's yeah. still, like, so, so much discourse about, like, draw like you'll like there's these wonderful tags for black artists on twitter that happen where they like will draw like very famous characters like uh, what usagi or something like the main character from sailor moon is black or like very like uh, characters uh, who are not black in animes and stuff, as black. You know, because mm-hmm. they want to see representation of themselves in the media, and it's fine if they, like, do this for their characters, because it's cool or whatever. But then there's like, a bunch of, like, white fans and stuff who are like, you can't do that and stuff. and th- Or they'll be like, to black cosplayers, they'll be like, you can't cosplay these white characters or whatever. And it's, it's super stupid. So, mm-hmm. dang, that,
1: yeah, that's, uh... Yeah. not a cool joke of hussy yeah it was not absolutely um okay uh oh one thing that i caught um in the intermission teresi's toenails are purple i don't like that <laughs> one bit i don't like it i don't like it at all
0: <laughs> i hate that
1: I don't want to see- oh,
0: now- oh, we saw her
1: fucking feet. I am a feet. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Ew. I don't like the implications of her toenails being, being Gamzee's blood color. Oh, you're so
0: right. Yeah. Oh, God. She is yeah. literally too down with the clown. Way so too good, down no, with the glass. clown. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> and if, if it was Gamzee not being fucking- if it was, like, Gamzee before he was evil, I'd be like, okay confusing relationship but fine because I love Gamzee but now Gamzee is so confusing to me yeah
1: oh Gamzee I
0: cannot help but love him but he is evil he's so awful so awful but I'm like oh you little clown boy but then I'm like no you are an evil clown boy I can't
1: I just want him to learn his lesson and go back to being like cool
0: i know wacky literally literally in one of the fucking narrative things where Hussey's is like dude this dude like literally abandoned his best friend for you so maybe be nice to you i was like Mm -hmm. do not indirectly reference car cat like that or i will
1: cry literally oh (laughs) is in his his cult religion i know
0: Oh, when Dave and Cargett made fun of it though, they yeah. Dave was like, haha, making fun of the religion is the best thing we do. <laughs>
1: I was like, oh. As if it and then they're like, Yeah, there's no way this shit's real. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Ooh, okay. So up until like this chunk, I was like starting to be like, yeah, I like Riska taking uh, you know, steps to to like be like a better person, own up to her actions and stuff. I don't Mm -hmm. like her anymore. I don't, I, like, I I, I hate her again. I just, her going and, like, fucking mind-controlling all the ghosts to, like, sacrifice them, not up for it. It's, like, a worse version of the trolley problem.
0: And now she's, like, changing Arania, too.
1: Okay, I was, like, I literally wrote down, Arania, not you, too. But, like, also, with, there was the panel where they were, like, hugging, uh-huh. It seemed like they still hate each other, so I maybe know. Arania has like something up her sleeve, where she's like, "I fucking hate this." Um, I know. Or she's like doing I'm... it like really hesitantly or something. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't, I have no
0: idea. There, the relationship between Verska and Arania is very confusing. Cause on the surface, they act all like good, and Mina's like, "Look at the Circuit twins being like super cute or whatever." But then that panel did make it seem like it it could be. That it was just Vriska being, like, gagging at the story, like, at her not stopping telling the story, and Amina being like, high five, you stopped her from telling the story, and then Arania being like, oh fuck, she Um, made me stop telling my story and was angry about that, but it also could be like, they actually don't like each other. And I guess we'll find out later if something happens between them.
1: We will. Um, I just think... That it's so cool how all this stuff from the very first intermission are now getting, like, explained and, like, their lore fleshed out. Like, it really shows, like, how Hussey like, knew what the fuck he was doing from the get-go. I know! It's, like, 5,000 pages later and they're coming back and it's all important. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: I'm, like, because I remember a long time ago, at like, talking about, like, how far did Hussey plan out this story? Like, what did he know? Because, like bringing these details back like enclosing these loops or whatever that he made like such a long time ago it makes me wonder like is he just like making it on the fly somehow or like how far is he planning it out i don't know i just i'm Mm -hmm. like what the heck like did he introduce them all this way back and then was like yeah i'm gonna bring them back with a fucking cherub evil man (laughs)
1: later like i just want to know i really like it i think it's awesome Uh (laughs) <laughs> also related to, like, the felts and stuff. And, <laughs> I was just trying to imagine a hussy writing the fucking leprechaun, like, romance lore. Oh my god. And, uh, <laughs> it was so funny! <laughs> I <'Cause> can't. <laughs> the
0: charms and all that shit! <laughs> I love it. It was smart. And the, <laughs> also, in that one panel where, where number four was flirting with Caliborn... <laughs> The fucking what? Lil Sebastian, Lil Sebastian yeah. also had these two charms above his head. So I'm like, Lil Seb, are you flirting it up too?
1: <laughs> Crazy. I die for Purple Hat. He's so cute. He just does He's, his little jig and I flirts. He's doing his little dancey dance.
0: <laughs> Very cute. Um,
1: I think. Okay, I have, I have, uh, two more things. First okay. thing, back to like discussing trolls. In this section, I don't know mm-hmm. if I like Tavros anymore. I like, I yeah, no. dude. Tavros has been like,
0: just, just like with John, he's uh, uh, just kind of annoying. Know. He has just been kind of annoying, and and then it's like, it ends up being all for like nothing because then he ends up just like leaving Briska anyways. Because yeah. the whole thing is him being kind of like jealous and being like, I want the ring and like this is for Briska and like. I don't like you, John, because Vriska and John had a thing, and, like, all this stuff. But then he ends up just, like, leaving. So it's like, why are you being all annoying, Tavros? Like, there was literally no fucking reason.
1: Like, I guess, like, congrats to him for the character growth and realizing that he doesn't need Vriska anymore. Yeah. But, like, God! Can you, like, not be a little shit about it, please? Yeah, because he's the thing, he's, like, if he was like assertive
0: of his like you know you know and stood up for himself in a way that was like just not annoying because he like will like mud- mutter under his breath all yeah. the time and, and it's like it's like dude uh, no and it's don't not do like that. he's like
1: being meek or anything at this point he's being just like passive aggressive exactly I fucking yeah. hate passive aggression like it's fucking I hate it yeah so I was very upset I was very annoyed with Tavros. yeah yeah. Wish he was just like a sweet little, little meek boy instead of just like. I know. Ever Bring since he Rufio. tried to have self confidence, it was all del- downhill. I know. <laughs> like, I wish you could be self
0: confident without being the way you are. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, well. Can't can't have all of them, I guess. We get yeah, Rufio instead.
0: Rufio, <laughs> I love him.
1: Yeah, that's a good song, Ollie. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: I'm going to put it on SoundCloud. <laughs>
1: And then, okay, here's the last thing that I had written about, because I, this was, the, the whole, like, fucking arm retcon, and, like, John retcon, where, like, it was all the fucking panels with the arms just, like, in there, okay, so apparently when that, those panels were put, put out, Hussey Mm -hmm. had gone back and re-uploaded all of those panels to include the arm, and- they're there we missed them the entire time like oh my god yeah because like i was like i don't trust this i feel like i would have noticed it before right but um the second retcon where john was like you know he was being transported all over the place yeah right i i i didn't have any like of the pages saved before until he had transported into the page where jake is kissing dirt yes and i did you check that one yes and it's there literally okay okay okay
0: oh my god he's just there he is he's glowing (laughs) yeah oh my god i thought it was so cool crazy yeah dude that's super cool that he like re-uploaded them and stuff wow
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, I, that, I was, like, so, like, whoa!
0: Because I, I did go back and check. I did think about mm-hmm. going back and checking for, like, the Jake Dirk scene, because that is the one that I also knew I had bookmarked,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I didn't do it. I was, like, okay, cool, whatever. Yay. No, oh, but that's really dope that he, like, went back and re-uploaded yeah. everything. And fucking the thing. way he
1: was able to, like, put the arms in places that we didn't fucking notice yeah. until this point.
0: I feel like also, like, especially at the beginning with, like, or closer to the beginning, I might have seen an arm in John's house and just been like, oh, it's Nana Sprite or something, you know? Uh, Oh, yeah. So, but the other places, that's wild. Because some of them were in places that you think are, like, kind of obvious. But apparently not. Not to us. (laughs) Yeah, that was my last thing. Just the whole retcon stuff was so cool. I will go through some. I have some notes, but they're, like, mostly Mm small. There's some bigger ones. I feel, like, Roxy and Fafetta's friendship is so good. Oh, Fafetta dear. Sprite. Sweet, as precious Fafetta. Li- Fafetta is literally, like, two of my favorite trolls, like, yes. together. So I am I love her. They I love, love her you. so much. And it's so cute how, like, she doesn't talk, but then Roxy, when talking to her that one time, is like, girl, why are you so quiet? Usually you ca- I can't get you to shut up about the shipping stuff and all that stuff. So you just... Roxy and Fetha being homies and, like, talking all the time. And Roxy, Fetha made made Roxy so happy and, like, helped her, like, freaking stop drinking and all this stuff, like, catalyze it and all. I was just like, I miss you, Fetha. And then, um, oh, I'll I'll get to the big things at the end. So they, in the, the, like, fucking serious business chat thing on Durst, this is when they almost make rumpled hats a thing. Because rumpled hats are a really, really big thing on John's medium with all of the salamanders. You know, all of them are wearing the rumpliest of hats. And on Durst, this dude sits on his hat, right? And mm-hmm. then someone is like, well, maybe you wear it with confidence. And everyone is like, maybe I will sit on my hat too. Maybe I will sit on my hat too. And then uh, Dee Dee is like, no, I, I command you to burn the hat. And I was like, dang. Rumpel oh, that hats? was D.D.? Yeah, he like, came into the chat. i so not smart. I was like, oh, okay, okay, Jane's dad. <laughs> no, Jane's dad is like pipe lover 413 or some shit, and then uh. it was like the dignitary burned the hat or whatever. Um.
1: Yeah,
0: so they almost make rumpled Hats a thing in this universe, and then they don't. And then I I just put Slinus Marlavort LOL, because I loved wi- her, uh, Wizardy Herbert so much, and that name was very good. Mm-hmm. Then, oh my god, I tried, when Trickster, when Dirk engages in Trickster mode, I tried doing the, like, 1,000, whatever. I did. It was press. not worth it. It okay. was not worth it
1: whatsoever. I'm it glad was it wasn't
0: worth it. The worst was it.
1: part was I had, um, I had, like, been... Pressing the fucking arrow key, and I got up to, like, 500, but I was also reading at the same time, and yeah. I accidentally nope. clicked out of the To the next box. page, right?
0: That's exactly what
1: happened to me. No. I got to, like, 600-something. I was still reading it. I, I like, the page, and I clicked out of the box, and it took me to the next page, I was like, fuck! Yeah.
0: Dude. Yeah, I was, like, I, I did the same thing, and I was at, like, 600, but then I was like, I, fuck, no. And I did that, like, fucking... I, like, kept seeing me, like, three times. I was like, I, I can't do this, whatever. Yeah. So then I just kept reading. Um, then I put Dirk talking about Roxy, like, literally brought me to tears. I was at work, and I was like, yo, I am about to sob. I was like, <laughs> it is in my eyes. I just love them. I love them so much. Then, uh, <laughs> I put, the, when they turned God tear. I put Jake's outfit is showing so much leg. <laughs> Jane jane is straight up staring like
1: jane jane, jane is straight up staring <laughs> at his junk <laughs> Where is I, what, what is it jade goes like where are your pants <laughs> your pants yeah and then everyone just
0: looks at his pants like he's like oh and then um so and then the big the one big note i had is at the beginning when he was talking about circles um with some i don't remember who it was i um maybe with jane about how like he's not that good of an artist, so what he does is he makes a bunch of like right angles and lines and stuff to like emulate the form of a circle. I I put something about how he's talking about the circle method and ways of doing things for him that make it like that work with his brain, make it feel like it's important, and we'll come back later. And it does because the circle of cracks that Lord English is making <gasps> around the green sun. Oh and, like, shit! Draw circles, yeah.
1: Oh my god i did not even realize that's so cool right i was like whoa look at like, you ollie forgetting that
0: he like cheekily mentioned it when he was talking with jane like you know Caliborn said something like this is important and i was like hey you're probably right i'm sure it is <laughs> it's all important somehow it is all important somehow but yeah that was my that was like my last note
1: cool so is it time i for quote, I think it's meant to be quote time. What? I have,
0: well, I have my, I have my first quote.
1: Uh-huh. Um,
0: it is <laughs> Caliborn, and it just says, "You were human, Borth," because he cannot figure
1: out the past <laughs> tense of birth. <laughs> I that that's definitely I will say like happy like Borth. Or something like, I don't think that's where I got it from. I
0: literally, I literally will say, like, birthday, or I used to, (laughs) and when I read that, I was like, oh my fucking god, is this another thing that I got (laughs) from fucking Homestuck?
1: I don't, I don't think it is, because, like, people just, like, in pop culture, or, like, not, like, in pop culture, but, like, meme stuff will, like, instead of, like, IR will say, like, OR. Exactly. So, I was like, maybe this one just, you know. Yeah.
0: Happened to be in Homestuck. Fingers crossed. I hope. (laughs)
1: Um, my first quote is, um, Roxy talking to Jane about Jake, and it's, she's saying, like his donk-ass shenanigans leave behind a residue that looks like douche and tastes like douche, but it ain't the real thing. Like, douche <laughs> substitute. I can't believe it's not douche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very
0: accurate. Yeah. The next one I have is, oh, I don't know, oh, you know what, I will just read the whole page because I have a save. It's um uh, our boy, our boy Courtyard Drool. Oh, I um, love him. <laughs> love him so much. Also, I'm realizing that his hat is very tall and crumpled like an accordion. Maybe he was the one who sat on his hat. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, he's got a crumpled hat. So um, this is after he gives. Um, I think he gives n- someone in the jail cell i don't remember who it was he gave
1: roxy um, roxy yeah, the yes yes yeah and the little so, card that says you're welcome
0: little, i love his little card oh he's so cute he says yeah another perfect crime successfully perpetrated and by crime you guess you mean order from a superior in your experience the best crimes are the ones which are totally legal you are so satisfied with your accomplishment you cannot contain your exuberance for another second you have no choice You absolutely must do the happy umbrella dance. Professional protocol be damned. Oh, shoot. It seems you've misplaced your bull penis umbrella. There will be no dancing today. Now you're sad. That was it.
1: I love him. I'm so sad he couldn't do his happy dance. I know. I want him to do his little jig again. With his little umbrella made out of a bull bull penis. penis. (laughs) Love him. A couple of my quotes are ones that are like kind of normal, but just kind of like really hit me. Just yeah, like, I was like, "Wow, okay." But like, this one is from A.R. Dirk, and he goes, "I am scared to not exist." Aren't Stop. you? And I was like, like
0: "Girl, <laughs> we get we get a
1: philosophical today." I I don't. I was like, "Fuck, yeah, you're, you're right," like, A.R. Dirk. Like shit,
0: you do be made up some facts, bro. <laughs> she said the pr- the chance that I am scared of not being alive is one hundred percent the probability.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ugh. existential.
0: That was a good one.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you. That conversation
0: was really sad. It, it like it was like fucked because it dark was making me real sad and then yeah. AR was just annoying the shit out of me and then all of a sudden AR was making me sad and I was like yo little hell wait a second yeah well my next quote is not <laughs> quite as serious it is <laughs> it's Jake talking with the lord english and he says the old chivalry bone acting up you know when I hear a lady's good name getting besmirched, I just start seeing red.
1: <laughs> that's so. the, that's the Jake English charm right there. <laughs> that's the Jake
0: English experience. Uh,
1: wait, <laughs> I there's like some joke I I can make here where he like Jake English is like one of those men who's like I am a feminist but then won't act like it. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> this next quote. <laughs> I think it's really funny. Um I labeled it um Grease sounding shit.
0: I was in grease in
1: Greece in high school. I fucking hated it. But oh. <laughs> here's, here's this, it's during trickster mode. <laughs> oh god. It goes flippity-dippity do bub bub shrubber double floppy mumble screen noodle scoop pizza bubble pizza bubble mip 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 mip
0: that's <laughs> literally, that is literally a, a lyric from Greece, yeah, 100% that <laughs> nah, you cannot convince me otherwise
1: yeah <laughs> it's the six mips at the end mip, 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 mip. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: so funny tough <laughs> like
1: <it's> from Greece <laughs> no <laughs> sorry, sorry <laughs> that's okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the next one I have is again from Jake English, but also from Lord English. Again, just a whole conversation. And uh, I only picked a, line, a choice line from it, but this whole thing, this inside joke that they have now, is so great. And <laughs> what happens is um, Jake uses the word gay. And Caliborn is like, What is that? And Jake <laughs> is like, It's just, you know, people being like happy or whatever. Um, which is not how he first said it. And Caliborn was like, Oh yes. And Jake said, In my view, distinguished gentlemen should always strive to be as gay as possible with each other. And Caliborn says, Amen to fucking that <laughs> Which they just keep making all these things where Jake's like Gay and Caliborn is like absolutely. This is the gayest (laughs) thing possible. We are so intro, like intro. What word is that? That's not a word. We are so what? Just in the gay. We are gay. (laughs) And Jakey's like yes,
1: fuck yeah. I I I I just like the sentiment. Everything should be as gay as possible all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Correct.
0: (laughs) We are coded Caliborn.
1: Literally okay. That one panel where Caliborn was like actually drawn in like proportionally, like as yeah. A, yeah, I was like, "Hmm." Stop. <laughs> no. Really? Wait. Monster fucker summer baby. No no no
0: no no. no, 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 no. More English is monster fucker summer.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I said he's thick. <laughs> So, if if Tumblr was... hadn't only been, like, attracted to, like, y- you know, the Twinkie Sexy Men, Lord English would have been on that oh, list. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is, there are, I cannot think of a single buff man on the Tumblr Sexy pedia, but Lord English should be an honorary member of it. Oh, yeah. I think. Me yeah. thinks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here's another quote that I, like, it fucking hit. Um... <laughs> Where Dirk, this isn't where, where he's, he's talking about Roxy, he's trying to relay a message, um, Mm -hmm. about Roxy, it's not the one where he's like, I'm proud of her, but he, he goes, could you just tell her, I love her? Like, stop, fuck, stop, stop! I was like, yo, (laughs) I was so
0: sad, I just, and like, also, like, it's just, uh, because like especially Dirk like does not explicitly say I love you to like he has not to people yeah and they don't like often to each other but Mm -hmm. you can imagine that like Roxy and Jane are the kind of people who say like I love you as friends like often and I think especially like there's just like you know a culture of like especially with guys like not telling Mm -hmm. their friends that they love each other so to see like Jake not Jake what am I saying to see Dirk just be like I love Heard I love you, and I'm like, oh, you're him. I love Dirk being vulnerable and emotional and just
1: being himself all the time. The expressions him. of platonic love just fucking hit. Yes. Like, yes! Yes!
0: <laughs> I'm like, put all that ship shenanigans shit aside. Give yeah. me the homies. Give me the friendship. Let me just see them be friends. <laughs> be exactly. buds. Yeah. Oh, it was so freaking cute. Then the next quote I have is again another gay one. Forgot about it. It's Caliborn saying Your human concept of gayness adequately describes the feelings I have when I embrace <laughs> my perfect floppy little man. <laughs> Which is just my little floppy man. Little yeah, you say that, that's uh, little cow? Yeah, it's little cow. Yeah, it's little cow. <laughs> that's I, funny, it just makes me think of it makes me think of Dog Scratch, who's a little floppy man. Also, what if- are there- is there, um, homoerotic, uh, context between Lord English and Doc Scratch? I wonder if there is any Lord English Doc Scratch. (laughs) Anything out there. Because he's a floppy little man. He is a floppy little (laughs) man. For floppy little men, canonically, so. But they've never existed, like, together. At the same time. Probably
1: because they would be too in love if they (laughs) (laughs) but what is the power dynamic that like you know comes from that since doc scratch does work for lord english you know that's true Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. get some real fucked up shit (laughs) yeah we we need to be approaching our our ships critically you know (laughs) (laughs) and responsibly yes
0: (laughs) Uh, from our buff cherub to our little puppet boy we gotta make sure it's a healthy ship
1: yes absolutely um i have three more quotes this is
0: the only
1: one that out of the three that is like lighter but damn okay it is karkat saying stand by i'm putting you on speaker crab and i saved it because in the map they have quotes and speaker i'm putting you on speaker crab is the quote um, that yeah. is on the map, and it just what a what a rush of nostalgia <laughs> just so came through to me.
0: Yeah, it's the, uh, I love I love it. Just makes me it's, it's so cute. Yeah. I love them. And then yeah. um, Cat is so good all all the time. All yes.
1: Time. Oh oh, don't mind oh. me. Just. <laughs> Oh, stop! And for
0: those of you, well, no one's watching. For those of you listening, Bria just did the thing. She's now sitting on the chair like Car Cat was when talking to Teresi Backwards. Backwards. There's no physical way I could do that in this chair. It no. would be a fucking feat, so I'm not even gonna try. Um, the next quote I have is another, ca- it's my final Caliborn quote. Caliborn was just so quotable, I think, this section, mm-hmm. and... <laughs> It was- I think it was the first time that he unlocked a felt, or one of the first times. Some- I don't know. And Hussey was trying to, like, help Caliborn understand the situation, and he started talking about Mario in trickster mode. And he started talking about Mario with, like, the star. <laughs> yeah. And I, like- I, 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 like, took a little bit of Hussey's quotes out of this, but it's Caliborn and he says, who the fuck is Mario? What's Italian? What's a plumber? <laughs> It's just like what's italian what's italian this is an italian american slander group just kidding
1: yeah, it, that,
0: it's like those memes where it's like someone you know is gay someone you know is trans someone you know is italian
1: i was gonna say it's like those memes where they're like where people are like oh my god they made the town from luca a real place stop
0: is that a thing people are yeah. saying <laughs> yeah I can <laughs> I love
1: Bro, it. It's so Luca fun.
0: Luca is the most diverse film Disney has ever made. <laughs> Italian heritage. <laughs> oh my god. Italian representation is the most important representation we need.
1: Yeah. We are allies to our to our Italian American brothers and sisters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn to quote? <laughs> <It's your laughs> cool. yeah. Ah. Um, okay. God. Um, so this one, Terezi is like, I wish I had been in like an alternate timeline, so I didn't have to kill Vriska. And I then she's like, I, um, and she goes, at this point, I think I would rather be better, uh, be the better person who made the right decision, even if it also meant being the one to fade away forever. Ever. And Carcat goes, well, I wouldn't want that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <It's>
0: ah. <tall>. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember if I talked about this in the last episode, mm-hmm. but there was a moment or the last two episodes ago, I don't know. Where but in the moment there's a part in one of the Flash games where you get to be Car Cat and you go talk with Terezi, um, and she's like covering her and now thinking about it, when she's like covering herself with her hood and all sad this is oh like a time where she pr- she might have she might have gotten her vision back and just like didn't want to see anything. Mm-hmm. But Um, she's, like, real sad, and she's not saying anything at all, and Carcat just goes on this long tangent about, like, Terezi, you are a cool, you are a really cool person, like, no, don't compare yourself to them, and, like, all this stuff, and he talks about, like, appreciating her as a friend, even if they aren't, like, you know, in a relationship or whatever, and it just, I love how much Carcat like, loves Terezi, like, he just really cares for Terezi, and it's, he's such a good friend, he's such a good-
1: everything I do what I like about Carcat now especially is like he's like he liked Teresi like you know like he mm-hmm. was like originally annoyed before like maybe jealous of Dave and whatever but like he's fucking past that he's, he's so just looking it. out for someone he cares for now and I really appreciate that of exactly. him he's such a good person he's such a good for per- oh. uh,
0: Carcat supremacy
1: yeah period
0: <laughs> and speaking of Carcat, i actually have a quote oh from around that time except um less serious it's it's talking about it's actually to do with a chair so this is after dave was like get off the fucking chair and Carcat is like fine i am off the chair and dave's like did you steal it from the common area and then Carcat's like how is it stealing it's the common area that's why it's called the common area you've piece of filth and dave says sounds like communism are you a communist or something actually that makes perfect sense what with your sickle and all and then he's like wait john has a hammer oh shit it's all adding up when we arrive are you going to team up with john and seize the means of production i was I, just like oh my god
1: i love that like banter between them except for the fact that um uh, that dave is like, is like not like, a, cap- a capitalist yeah i know i was like I'm willing okay. to look past this Dave because you are like 15.
0: True. But um oh my god, I would I would freaking lose my mind if Dave was like what are they called a libertarian or whatever <laughs> the fuck? I would fucking lose my mind. Dave's like a
1: part shit. of <laughs> Dave's a part of Turning Point USA go, going to like the the national conference and meeting Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Stop.
0: Dude, no, but, um, this reminds me of, I keep seeing, like, things about the drama, I don't remember if I sent you this one, no, oh, I don't know if I did, I keep seeing things about the drama on Reddit, and there was one, and it was just, like, the hussy sprite, and it was like, it was like, we are going to exploit some labor or something, (laughs) and then people in the comments of that were like, are you surprised that Andrew Hussey is, like, a a raging capitalist, like... (laughs) The one who's, like, apparently he's, like, exploited people to, like, make panels in Homestuck for free or whatever the fuck. I don't know. That's drama we still have not gotten into and we will get into later when we finish Homestuck. But I was like, damn. I wanted Sorry. real communist propaganda in this, but all we really? got was this, a silly joke.
1: The vibe kind of reminds me, like, Hussey's vibe reminds me of, like, this English teacher who was at my high school and mm-hmm. she was like super like caring and accepting and stuff like that of like all of her students and stuff. But then like she like fucking stands like all of the raging capitalists like Elon Musk and the Koch no, brothers. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's so painful.
0: Yeah. Elon. I'm not even going to open the can of worms that is yeah. Elon Musk's <laughs> existence. I will say go watch Millennial Hospital, Gen Z Hospital on SNL <laughs> and watch. Watch the Wario trial skate with Elon Musk. Um, I hate Wario, him.
1: The Wario skate makes me wish I could ask the question: What's a Mario? What's an Italian? I know what's what's a, plumber. a plumber? And also,
0: it ties back into that. It ties back into our Italian American heritage. It's a very, <laughs> it's a very important skate. You should go watch it. It's absolutely, it's yes. it's completely great and not bad at all
1: absolutely <laughs> so my last quote i'm fucking like tearing up looking at it because just like the quote with the panel so this is like rose and Kanaya, and Kanaya's <gasps> like you have like a problem why did you like lie to me and say you wouldn't like um, you wouldn't get drunk before you, we got back to to this new session. Now we're almost there, and you're wasted, and like she's getting really angry, mm-hmm. and Rose just looks up at Kanaya, and she goes, "Are you going to break up with me?" Ah! Uh, and then <laughs> Kanaya screaming like, "No!" Oh my god, oh my I no. love them.
0: It sucks because like. Oh, I, you, I Rose is just being so reckless, but, like, you know, she's just, like, unhealthily coping with her emotions, yeah. and Kanaya is trying to be as supportive as she can, but, like, there's a point at which, like, you know, like, Kanaya like, can't do anything else. Yeah. And I just, Rose needs to get better, because Kanaya yeah. has been there supporting her through all of it, but, like, Rose needs to take the action to sober up, and I hope she does, because they're just... Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I just really felt like the fucking fear, like the in roses. roses yeah, her like face was so it, sad. Oh my it was god, so sad. Yeah, fucking heartbreaking. I was like, she just holding her little can. I was like, ah. but
0: um, my final quote is also actually kind of s- serious one, and I know we do not like Vriska, but I thought this page just kind of hit and it was just talking about like i wish i don't want the whole page is really good but it's kind of long so i don't know if i want to read the whole page but pretty much she's talking about how like one day there's going to be a universe and um there's going to be a bunch of like little aliens and they're going to be like you know really happy and stuff but then someone's going to come up and tell them like lord english is going to destroy your universe Mm -hmm. but then she's like no, Lord English actually isn't going to destroy your universe because someone, she said, that's because, you know, a long time ago, in an obscure pocket of reality, the alien could never understand or give a shit about some crazy girl sacrificed the lives of a bunch of ghosts in order to kill that guy forever and all this stuff. And she said, I only ever wanted to do the right thing, no matter how it made people judge me, and I don't need a magic ring to do that. You don't have to be alive to make yourself relevant, and you don't have to be a good person to be a hero. You just have to know who you are and stay true to that. So I'm going to keep fighting for people the only way I ever knew how.
1: Yeah. It, it, it's, it's a good, like, way for us to see inside Riska's, like, mind and how for she sure. reasons with her, like, decisions. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in her mind, she, she really does think she's doing the right fucking thing. She does. And it's, like, at this point, it's really hard to, like, it, 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 it's hard to, to be, like, to disagree yeah because yeah. it's literally like the fate of the universe is at stake here
0: exactly and it, it's it's just it, it's wild and i don't like risca but like i can see what's happened like what she's going through and like i understand the hard choices she's having to make i can't say i would make the same choices as her but mm-hmm. i like see why she's doing it from her own perspective
1: definitely yeah so this yeah. was like a bummer of like quotes i know time well, you hit him.
0: you said i'm gonna get all the serious quotes from this section
1: well i think last section was really good with like really funny quotes and this section was just like fucking to, to put it in a term that was very popular like six years ago on tumblr but the feels
0: <laughs> <laughs> feels stop there were a lot of feels in this yeah. section but yeah, I think that does it for this episode. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around Ooh. and listening, and we'll be yeah. back next week starting the fucking badonker that is Act 6, Act <laughs> 6. What the fuck? <laughs> this is gonna be redonk, you fucking We're boss, almost bro.
1: there, though. Like, it's crazy. We're in the 6,000s. Two more weeks, yeah
0: i hate that i mean i love i'm scared i'm proud of us honestly i'm proud of us too also um quick note i don't know uh i don't know if the panel that i remember happening is ever gonna happen at this point i didn't realize i got this far like six
1: thousand pages into homestuck where i was like i don't know how much i I didn't read that far in i'm telling Uh, you you're gonna get to like the page before like act seven and you're gonna be like oh this was where
0: (laughs) (laughs) that could yeah probably but yeah anyways that's it um we'll see you next week Bye. bye